is Mark Sevy with Cloud Points Podcast. Uh, we're here today on a slightly overcast Sunday, uh, and I'm with my good friend and and sometimes collaborator and author, screenwriter Christopher Styers. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm fine. Mark, how are you? Doing good. I mean, the weather, yeah, you know, lightens my mood. Plus, it's football <laughs> football season, uh, which I'm I'm such a fanatic about. Um, but uh, we have the Emmys tonight. Uh, should be pretty exciting. Uh, do uh-huh. you watch? Do you watch the show? Not usually, but I definitely uh, read the news stories the following day. Right. Yeah, and I, I hate to admit I will be watching football tonight instead of the Emmys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have a pretty good game uh, scheduled. So, uh, and I'm I'm going to go over my uh, brother-in-law's house. Uh, for his for his anniversary so i'll have dinner uh-huh. over there and he's a football he's not a he's not an emmys fan so i'll be spending most of the night <laughs> anyway uh that's uh, that's tonight good luck to all the emmy winners man they got some tough competition i mean i was yes. looking through the list uh outs- well of course they have several categories but one is you know one is uh d- drama series which you've got the crown bridgerton handmaid's tale Queen's Gambit, Mayor of Easttown. Uh-huh. You you were really, really complimentary about Mayor of Easttown and the Queen's Gambit, which I saw, but I didn't see Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, so. Uh, now, are you planning on going back to the theaters at some point? I'm not sure. Yeah. A lot of the movies you can get, you know, on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And some of them, though, you have to have whatever uh, company filmed it, their streaming service. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, I guess, yeah. I, I guess the Bond movie is only available in the theaters. Yeah. Now, whether and, that. And it's probably one of the ones you want to see on a big screen. Right. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you've been watching some of the older bond movies and I went through that a couple months ago and they're great, but they're, they're really just not the same um, on a small screen. So of course, uh, if you have a 75 inch screen, you're not really. <laughs> so Anyway. Uh, well, so uh, what have you been working on lately? I know that you're perhaps starting a new screenplay at some point. Is that, uh, was well, that I've got a, I think a good idea, solid idea. Okay for a new screenplay but what i've been working on is finishing up my current one Mm -hmm. um i think i have finally resolved my uh problems with the main character oh okay good and uh as soon as i did that the rest of it started falling into place like gangbusters Mm. oh yeah you know that's weird that sometimes it's just that one piece right that one yeah um i mean it's funny if you look at the rams uh football Uh team that one piece was matthew stafford as soon as they got him i mean they're on they're on currently right now but they look they look unstoppable with uh with him behind as quarterback so that's interesting phenomenon there's um i'm sure malcolm gladwell who wrote uh the tipping point and, and a blink and all that will eventually write a book on, on that. Mr. Uh, Mr. Gladwell, if you can hear us, we, we need a book on <laughs> that one missing piece. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm, uh, I keep on saying I'm 
working on my book. I'm working on my book, but I am working on the book. And I just today decided to start a new section in the book um, on Act One because the book is a little bit different than most screenwriting books. And I decided it can't be that much different. I need to put in some information about Act One. So I'm working on that. Um, but I fully, I really fully expect to have it done by the end of this month. Um, right. yeah, that'll be, oh my God, talk about a bucket list. Jeez, yes. Louise. Um, and then, so uh, you have 11 days. <laughs> that's fine. You know, I thought I was done this. I thought I was done this weekend because I yeah. thought, okay, that's it. That's my second draft. I've had it to beta readers. Uh, I've gotten all the, the feedback I need. I fixed a lot of errors, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, you know, the drill, obviously. Oh, yeah. So have you, have you, you've never written a nonfiction book, have you? No, I've done some articles, mm. but uh, no nonfiction book. But even with fiction, you sit there looking at it sometimes when you, okay, I'm done. I'm mm. done. Let's mm-hmm. just take a look at it. Suddenly you realize I'm not done. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a part that needs to be either clarified or added. Yeah, I um well anyway, that's yeah, I I'm I, I, <laughs> Okay, so I set the deadline. It's an artificial deadline. If I don't finish it by the end of the month, I don't finish it by the end of the month. There's no okay. I mean, it, if I was to die today, I would want somebody to publish the book, but but I'm yeah. I'm in no real rush. Um and then I'm also finishing up some um articles, one for final draft. I have to uh they they've asked me to change um I use a PC uh, for my my computer world, and they they primarily deal in Macs, yeah. so they asked me to change some of the references and the uh, pictures, and then um, I just got an assignment from uh, Creative Screenwriting Magazine, which I love. I, he uh, the editor there came up with this great idea. I just I can't wait to to write it. it it's okay. really amazing. Uh, yeah, so. So I'm keeping busy enough, and then I'm desperately thinking I need to start something else, you know, screenplay-wise. That's all. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I always, you know, I it's. I think it's the same with you. As soon as you finish one project, you're thinking about what should I do next, or, Sometimes or even it's not even when you finish. Right, that's the worst. Right. <laughs> yes, when you're sitting there going, "Okay, this is going well." Oh. What about this idea? Right, right. What about all? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I get, I get that too. So, um, so we're Plot Points Podcast. My name's Mark Seve. I'm here with uh, author, screenwriter, great guy, uh, Christopher Styers. He has a website, ChristopherStyers.com, which I assume is still up, uh, yes. although I haven't visited it recently. And then um, you can find him on Amazon. Barnes and Noble. Uh, he has author pages. His last novel is called uh, Silken Swords. It's a Thur- he created a world called Thurian or Thurian a land or what? What is that? A land Thur- or world? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a kingdom. Okay, and uh, he he's been dipping into some of the stories that uh, that Thuria has to offer, and so so you can check him out. The book's available um, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Smashwords, Smashwords, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's available in print or in uh, ebook. And yes. one of the d- distinctions I like to draw with Christopher, uh, Chris, is that his stuff is published, really legitimately published. I mean, he's not self-published. So the people that it that that bought his book 
in, are investing money in it. And, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. He's a good writer. So check it out. If you, he's got a bunch of books up there. Seven, all, all seven in. Seven now with, well, depends on how the marketplace goes. Uh, two more in the. Yeah, in the foreseeable future. So. Yes. What, have you been watching anything recently that's, uh, interesting? Well, I just ended up last night watching Dr. No again. Oh, yeah. Uh, at first, the first James Bond movie. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that and, um, there was a movie which they called it Point Blank, which mm-hmm. I got irritated with. I'm going, don't name movies after old movies that have already used it. Right. But other than that, it had a very intriguing premise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's one of the Netflix originals. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've dipped back into a couple uh, series that I uh, like. Um, I watched. I finished up Fortitude, which uh-huh. which is just a really amazingly weird and powerful at times um, show. It takes place near the Arctic Circle, and it's just. I, I, I think it's one of the most unique, uh, shows I've seen in quite a while. And then, uh, I've been, I've been watching some, I actually, you know, it's funny you say Dr. No, I watched Young Frankenstein yesterday. Frankenstein. Ah. Yeah. And, um, it was fun to see, you know, Gene Wilder and Terry Garr and, uh, all the, uh, all the maniacs, uh, that Mel Brooks used to put together. So, um, uh, yeah. so yeah. And I, it was just one of those, yeah, I think I'll watch this. I, it showed that it popped up and stuff. So, and I, there's a ton of other stuff, but I don't want to go through the list. It's just, uh, right now it's, it's, I'm, I'm watching like 16,000 different TV series at the same time. Yeah. I still am, am fascinated by Law and Order UK. Yeah. Uh, which I recommend if you have, um, Brit, uh, not Britbox, Acorn, or, uh, I think it's PBS Masterpiece, one, one or the other. Okay, so Chris and I decided to, uh, this podcast in honor of the Emmys, even if we're not going to watch them, um, we will read about them. And we have seen mo- uh, most of these shows, uh, or at least the ones that are not on it. I don't have HBO, so I haven't seen the HBO shows, but the other ones I've seen most of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, we decided instead of we, – we looked at the drama category and realized that we're going to do winners of the Emmys from 1990 through our top five winners of the Emmy of the Drama category from 1990 to 2020 and we realized uh that we would probably end up with the same exact list for the most part so we we split the list i took drama um chris took comedy uh from from 1990 to, to 2020 these are all the winners the top five winners of those of, of uh, between those years um in the comedy uh, category so go ahead chris okay uh i have murphy brown oh yeah great show uh, Modern Family. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Um, Fraser. Uh, okay. I... okay. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Absolutely incredible. And one of my favorites of all time, Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I just referenced uh, Cheers in uh, in my book. Uh, it was j- the way they introduced the characters in the first episode was just amazing. Oh. You you fell in love with those characters from the very first moment. Yeah. So. Okay, and for my part, I went with I look, I, I mean it's impossible. You you just you look at these titles; they're all amazing dramas. Uh, so I started with The Sopranos, 
Okay. Um, Game of Thrones was a multiple year award winner. Yes. Um, L.A. Law, which I really loved that show, and also uh, West Wing, which was written by Aaron Sorkin, which was which was a consecutive winner from 2000 to 2003. So that's four years, 20, 20, 2000, 2001, It won four years in a row for best drama. And of course, I you know, you can't ignore Breaking Bad. And that was a winner. I think uh recent not too not too long ago. That was another oh. great show. So and yes. and you've seen all of those, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just amazing, amazing, amazing work. Um we talk about the golden age of television, which is which is now, obviously, but when you look back in shows like uh West Wing and LA Law, um you you and the Sopranos. I mean the Sopranos yes. pretty much I think they you know, just did a innovated quite a bit so anyway those are our picks uh what are your picks you can reach us at uh, 919 scripts or www.plotpoints.com for comments or for whatever you want to throw out there questions or whatever we're plot points podcast um and that's we're here every other week uh we're by week bi-monthly it's bi-monthly yeah bi-monthly every other month uh, at this point, we're gonna we're getting close to wrapping it up. But uh, Chris, do you have a question that uh, that that we can talk about? Yes. Uh, in your screenplays, mm-hmm. should you show that characters have lives outside the main story, and what would be some examples that don't seem forced? Okay. Well, so it depends if you're talking about. Obviously, if you're talking about movies or TV series, uh, long form narrative TV series always show lives outside of the main character story. Uh, the, the one I just finished second season of, uh, unforgotten mm-hmm. has a lot of stuff about the main characters. Uh, well, the main character and her son and, um, father, and then the, the, her sidekick character, his daughter. So, so you're all, it's almost a rigueur, but in a movie, the problem becomes how much time do you have and, and how much is, is connected. Uh, a couple of my students are having trouble doing exactly what you're asking, which is how much of the, their, how much of that, their story do I need to tell? Right. And, and I think it's always important to show a, a well-rounded character. But as we both know, you don't have, you know, you have maybe a hundred pages, 105 pages. It's hard to, and people get bored, you know, people, especially if it's a, um, like a, a genre picture, like an adventure or a action or something like that. So, um, I mean, you can create very, like, uh, if you look at, um, well, of course, I don't know this, if this is a great example, but, uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri uh-huh. is all about her life because it's, that's the kind of the main plot. Yeah. Um, and, and so they don't show, actually, they don't show that much more about her than, than her daughter's death and, uh, her, her crusade to get, uh, justice for her daughter. Uh, so, but I think, I think there's a balance uh, that's achieved. You don't see too much. Well, let's say, I, I, I would say you didn't, but maybe now you're, you're seeing more like for like James Bond, right? You don't know right. that much. I, in fact, up until, um, what was the one where he went to his ancestral home in Scotland? Oh, Skyfall. Skyfall. Up until then, I had no idea that, that I don't know if that was in the books or if it was created for the movies or, yeah. 
but I, I didn't know any of that stuff. Um, yeah. So, and I still don't know what his mother was like, what his father was like. Uh, then they did, they, they just don't, it, I think it's the answer is as, as it's appropriate. And, and that's a, a, a crappy answer, but that's just the way it goes. Sometimes you, you put more in, sometimes you put less. How much do you need? Like if you have to, for example, if you, if you need to establish, um, a character's love for his wife, let's mm-hmm. say, then you're going to need to show their home life because, but it would only be in the context of the bad guys going to threaten. I think they do that in Mission Impossible. They right. establish his wife. Um, and actually they do show her being killed in the beginning of, I think it's Ghost Protocol, but, but they don't get into much more about that, but we need to feel the same pain he's feeling. So they introduce his family life, his outside life be, beyond, uh, his, um, you know, his, um, his mission impossible life. A lot of times they show home life or outside life as a part of the character's flaw, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And then I, I, well, anyway, I think we've, I think we've answered that. So, so we're going to call it a day here at uh, Plot Point Central. I'm Mark Sevy. This is my co-host and good friend and sometimes collaborator, Christopher Styers. His work can be found all over in legitimate bookstores and even in illegitimate bookstores, I would imagine. <laughs> And probably a few garage sales. Yeah, there now. you go. By by now, you're that's that's what I used to say is when you get the when you hit the bargain bin at um, at Walmart, <laughs> my movies were were hitting the bargain bins at Walmart. So uh, you know you've you know you've had a career, or at least uh, you you know you have some some length to your career. So anyway, uh, but check him out. His last book uh, called Silk and Swords is um, is uh, three three vignettes on the three novellas on the Thurry on on Thuria, on the world of Thuria. And he's got a couple others coming out. Um, uh-huh. You can find a lot of my stuff on um, fun, it, Final Draft Edu, uh, Educational, but also Creative Screenwriting Magazine. I have a number of articles there, and I've got a couple coming out. So anyway, we've had a great time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chris, for uh, – we. you and I haven't spent any time together recently, so this was no. this was great. Uh, yep. I enjoyed it. And, yes, uh, I did too. Yeah, and I hope uh, everything goes okay with uh, the the old script, the new script, and anything yeah. in between. So, and for myself, for Christopher, for uh, OC screenwriters, and everybody out there associated with us, uh, remember to be inspired and do good work.